Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of the Wine and Cheese My Podcast. I am trying something different here. So if it does not work, then at least we'll know, right? Um, I want to. So first of all, 2013, 2013, my gosh, what's going on here, right? 2023 has been just honestly a year of of highs and lows for me. I don't know about you, but I've had some really amazing highs and I've had some pretty crazy lows. So let's start with the lows so that I don't have, so I can just end on a high note. And normally I would be doing this with my friend Ellie. However, Ellie is not feeling good. And instead of doing, like, I feel like I can't do pop culture chisme just by myself. So we're just going to go over my year and the podcast year in review. So when we start with the lows, let me just start with saying like, you know, I think I was really honest and I, I don't know if I've shared on the podcast and I think I did that I got let go from my job in May. And the hardest part is I really enjoyed my job. However, it was honestly the best thing to happen because it was truly a what I started out thinking to be an amazing um, opportunity and amazing work environment really turned into quite the opposite. And it really turned out to be um, not a place where, you know, I felt like I could thrive and I felt like constantly eyes were being put on me to, to make mistakes, right? Um, and when you feel like that, like, I feel like when you feel like no matter what you do, it's going to be criticized. It's going to be, um, by, you know, and unfortunately the, the person who the council member, he never got to hear my story. He's, he's, he has to go by what he's being told, right? Because he's not a personnel person. So that was really, really a difficult, it was difficult, but at the same time, it really gave me the opportunity to focus on the podcast and focus on the tour and all of those things that I will definitely get to a little bit later. Um, you know, another kind of challenge this year was the loss of family members on my side and Antonio's side. Uh, earlier, I my tia Lorraine passed away and she's kind of the last one from my grandma's generation. Um, she was the last one. And then a few, within a few months, my cousin Noni died. And then right after that, Antonio Steele died. So it kind of, you know, we always have reflections when people that were close to pass along. And, you know, it's one of those things where we're like, we know that they're no longer in pain. We appreciate that. But for us still here on earth, um, it becomes really hard to to lose those people that are closest to you. And then, like I said, it, it gives you evaluation of what is most important. And it kind of leans into the last like major kind of down I had, which was my health scare. Um, you know, honestly, I will talk more about this. So I'm just going to kind of give a brief thing of what happened. But you know, literally on a Saturday, I was volunteering at an event. I was having a great time. And the next day I woke up and I was in major pain. 
And then within two days, I was admitted into a hospital for a very serious and life-threatening infection. And so if you think that losing people that are close to you makes you evaluate what should happen in life, holy freaking crap. When you find out that you were close to death and that you are in this life-threatening situation, it really makes you evaluate even more of what was going on. Um, And it was a hard week. And, you know, I'm honestly still recovering from it. I haven't been fully released to do like full working out and everything like that, and which sucks because I was totally getting into it. I was totally working out. I was totally having a great time. And then everything gets put on pause. But, you know, I think the biggest thing when something, when your life is put on pause is the people that show up for you. And holy moly, let me just say thank you guys so much because the Wine and Cheese My Community showed up for me on social media, um, through text messages, through visiting, through all of these things, like my friends. And I just honestly, the biggest, the biggest help and the biggest thing was my fiance Antonio because. You know, literally, I was like, you need to take the yard. No problem. He's there with me until I get admitted. He didn't even know what was going on. Um, He had to, you know, he had to balance trying to visit me in the hospital. Now, let me just say, the day before Thanksgiving, this crazy man pulled a, or pinched a nerve in his back. So he's already in pain. Then he has to stay with me in the hospital. And then he has to work. Then he has to take care of the dogs. And he is literally doing everything he can. Sorry if you heard that. That's one of my dogs. Because I'm, again, I'm trying something different here. Um, But it just goes from that to being like, to feeling healthy and to feeling like just totally fine, to being completely incapacitated. And having these softball sized drains attached to me. And it was really, it was, it was hard. And I think m- me more than anything, I didn't realize how serious it was, first of all. But secondly, it was the mental toll that that takes on you because you're not at home. You're not, you know, I was in a shared room as well, which really sucked. I mean, let me tell you. When you have to be in a hospital room for a week and when you're with it, when you're constantly having different people, or it really sucks because <laughs> you just, you just want to be by yourself and you just want to, I don't know, I don't know, it just really sucks. But ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm still here. I am still like doing my thing. And most importantly, uh, I am, you know, alive. I'm here. I'm alive. And I have realized more than anything, look, I I created the Wine and Choose My podcast to amplify voices across communities of color. And when you go through something like this, it's like, at least for me, it was one of those things where I'm like, why am I here? What? Like, I don't have any kids. What is my purpose in life going to be? What is, what am I going to leave behind? And more than anything, what I can do is, is 
love my family, love my fiance, but really is to leave a legacy for all of us in regards to continue to amplify voices across communities of color, continue to dig in, continue to support, doing whatever I can to support our community in the best way possible. And obviously that includes the podcast. And I just feel so honored that I'm able to do this because there's so many people that want to be able to do these things and are unable to or are scared. But I'm telling you right now, do not be scared. You know, I grew up with my mom always telling me the answer is always no if you don't ask the question. And that applies to the things that we ask ourselves as well. You know, if we're not willing to take the challenge, if we're not willing to say, can I do this? Yet, yeah, why can't I do this? Why wouldn't I be able to do this? then we're saying no to ourselves. And I don't know about you, but that's not something I want to do. I want to be able to say yes to my life, yes to myself, yes to the opportunities that the universe is presenting to me. Because there are so many amazing opportunities going to present themselves that have started working in 2023 that will continue to 2024 and beyond. Now I want to go about with my ups, okay? Because there was, you know, I'm sure I had a lot more downs than I'm even talking about. But you know what? When I was writing this ups and down list, it made me so happy that my ups were so, like there were so many more things to put in my up column than my down column in regards to what I could remember, right? So first and foremost, the biggest thing that happened to me this year was I got engaged and it was very unexpected. Um, if you have not heard this story, uh, my fiance and I are big Padres fans. We go to a lot of Padres games and he had basically um, set up this whole thing uh, saying that we won a photo with the friar, which is the Padres mascot. Look, I had no clue. There's so many different things on all the levels. I was like, well, I've never seen that, but okay. And he was like, oh, you need to invite your friends. You need to blah, blah, blah. And he had told me to invite my parents, but I was the one who was like, no, my parents are going to be able to come. My mom had surgery. Like I totally said no. And then he could, like, he was like, I can't invite your parents and you see them. And then realize something was happening. So he you know, was working behind my back, little sneaky man, and uh, put these signs together saying, will you marry me, Jane? And I had no idea. So we're taking this group photo with our friends in front of the Tony Gwynn statue. And then he's like, oh, I want us a picture of just me and you. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I could have turned around at any second, but I didn't. I just wasn't paying attention. And as that was happening, he had the, what they call the pod squad with their son, with the signs that he had made coming out from behind the Tony Gwynn statue. And then all of a sudden he gets down on his knee and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) What is going on? Because honestly, I had no idea. Like I was completely oblivious to this entire situation. So when it was happening, I was like, 
mm, wait, what, 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 what's happening? What's going on? And he asked me to marry him. And obviously I said, yes, because I had said I have a fiance, right? So that was obviously the biggest thing that had happened uh, on my personal level. But when it comes to the podcast, one of like, literally, it has been my dream to take the podcast on tour since I started like legit. When I started in 2020, I was like, I want to be able to travel and take the podcast to different places. And, you know, that's something I manifested. I said that out loud and I had no reason to think that it wouldn't happen. I just didn't know how it was going to happen. So the fact that this year or this last year, 2023, I got to take the podcast on tour is such a huge thing. Now we did three cities and I think we're going to do three cities in 2024. So we started with LA and we talked and we had such an amazing panel of Eliana Reyes. Uh, we had a professor, um, Evelyn Al-Sultani, and we had uh, Fanny and Nelson Grande from Avenida Productions. And we were talking about representation in media and Lord, let me tell you, it was such an amazing, like, first of all, it was such an amazing conversation. But second of all, I had so many people come up and say like, this was one of the deepest conversations they've heard in regards to representation in media. And this is not the, it's not going to stop there because these are conversations that we need to continue to have, especially with all of this stuff happening around the country in regards to, um, you know, colleges no longer being able to use diversity, um, these campuses having to dissipate their DEI programs completely, companies following suit. So that just means we need to stand up and be loud and share these experiences even more. Uh, and then we went to Dallas and Dallas, my, we, my friend Veronica has B12 yoga. She allowed us to be in her space, to use her space. And what better place to talk about health and wellness than in a yoga studio. And, and it just, honestly, let me tell you, it is one of those things that's kind of humbling because you're talking about health and wellness. And then these are things that I reached back into when I was in the hospital because I thankfully had a really amazing team of doctors and nurses and professionals. But, you know, I've talked about my journey in regards to um, my womb, in regards to my reproductive, you know, being my reproductive areas and everything. But the fact that I've had to fight so hard to be heard has been, is something that we all talked about and is something that takes a toll on you physically, on you mentally, on you emotionally. And it was a really important conversation. So if you didn't get to hear that, please go back and listen to that, um, to both of those. And then I'm waiting for the final one, but in New York, I mean, New York had an event in New York and we were talking about representation in arts and fashion. And so we had, um, you know, again, some awesome panelists, but the fact that we like, I'm not going to lie. I had a moment where I was just like, holy shit. 
I'm in New York and this is my event. This is my event in New York. And the fact that we had such a great turnout and then I had so many people say, do you know how hard? And look, I think sometimes being naive benefits you. And I think I was naive when it came to the New York event because I was just like, of course, yeah, I'm going to have a New York event. Why wouldn't I? And I had so many people say, do you know how hard it is to throw an event in New York and throw an event that you have to pay for in New York, unless it's like a gala or something. So the fact that I had, you know, we had probably about 40 people at the event, first event in New York. And these are paid tickets because they were getting like all of these different things. And the fact that we had that was such a huge thing. And Look, I love New York. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, if I didn't move to Dallas, I should have moved. I could have moved to New York. I, I should have moved. If I would have moved to New York instead of Dallas, I probably would have stayed there. But just the fact that I was, you know, able to have this event and then now have people say, "When are you coming back?" Honestly, like, it's it's such an honor. It's so. It's such an honor to do this. And it's such an honor to have people respond in the way that they have when it comes to the tour and when it comes to the podcast and when it comes to just trying to do what I'm trying to do. Um, And then I had the opportunity to take a lot of other trips, you know, um, in March, I was able to go to Nashville. So for me, Nashville is kind of like a one and done city. I probably won't ever go back, but I'm glad I went and I went with my girlfriends and we had our girls trip in Nashville and we had such a great time. Um, then I had the opportunity because I, I graduated from the Hope Latinas Fellowship. Hope was Hispanas. Um, Oh my gosh, why did I forget the thing? Hispanas for, it's like for political equity. Oh my gosh, I might have to delete that part or maybe I'll just leave it in because it is Tuesday and I need to get this posted. Um, But it's, so we had the opportunity. So I went to, obviously went to Napa, but this year I definitely went to Napa several times. Went to Napa. Then we went to Sacramento and met with and try and uh, and led different groups to be able to support some different bills and talk to different representatives, um, which was very, really, very cool. Obviously, I've been to L.A. so many times and it was really awesome. Um, and I will continue to go there just because it's obviously drivable. My parents are in Orange County. I'm already halfway there. I have friends in L.A. And there's just a lot of opportunities in regards to networking and doing interviews and everything like that. Um, and then I got to MC the La Cosecha Grand Tasting for MAVA. If you don't know, MAVA is the Mexican-American Vintners Association. And they had asked me to MC their grand tasting, which was so much fun. And let me tell you, one of the other freaking big honors that I love. And let me just say, you guys, I did not script this at all. Obviously, you can tell. Hope, Hispanics organized for political equity. Duh. Okay, there you go. That's what it is. (laughs) But, um, you know, it was such an honor for them to ask me because 
these vintners have just been so amazing, so awesome, so open to allowing me to interview them, allowing me to taste their wines, allowing me to know their stories. And, you know, I don't take any of that for granted. So thank you, Mava, for allowing me to host, to MC that event. Um, and then I went to my very first podcast movement conference in Denver. And it had been a while since I've been in Denver, but I really did not leave the property. There was so much information. And I don't think I shared this story. Maybe I did earlier, but I'm not quite sure. I don't think I shared this story. But the very first night or the very first day in Denver, um, they have like a welcome thing and they tell you what to expect throughout the conference. And then they give you an opportunity to share what your podcast is about. And then they give you, um, they give you feedback. So I raise my hand, I come up and I say, my name is Jessica Yanez. I am the host of the Wine and Cheese Smith podcast. It is a podcast created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while sipping a glass of wine. You guys know the drill. You hear this all the time. And they stopped and they're like, um, we don't know what chisme means. I'm like, oh, well, chisme means gossip in Spanish. And it's a play on cheese and gossip. And they were, and it was so funny because you have these people, none of them come from communities of color. Let me just state that. Um, we're telling you your podcast isn't for everybody. You know, everybody has their niche, blah, 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 blah. And then they're telling me, um, you need to make it more accessible. Excuse me. Look, I know who my audience is. I know who I want my audience to be. And to be perfectly frank, if people ask what chisme is, it's the, it gives me the opportunity to share what it is. And I, Always, I've not gotten any negative feedback. People are like, oh my gosh, that's so clever. Oh, that's so cool. And if people know what chisme means, then instantly they're like, oh, that's so clever. That's so awesome. I love the name. So I tell that story. And I had so many people come up to me and say, I know what chisme means. And I love that name. And that's such a great concept for a podcast and blah, blah, blah. So I will say this. And I'll be, I was already at over 150 episodes at this point, right? So mm, I'm not changing the name. I'm not changing the concept, but I will say this. When you believe in what you're doing, don't let anybody knock you off that track. Because it could have been if I didn't believe in this podcast and if I didn't believe in what I was doing and if I didn't feel like this was contributing, you know, good to the world in some way, I could have completely let that knock me down. But I didn't. I was just like, all right, you have your opinion. Obviously, you don't know what's going on in other communities outside of your own. So that's cool. That's fine. I know. I know what I'm doing. I know who my audience is and I know where we're going. So that was just a little interesting, little interesting tidbit from that. Um, and then, you, I, you know what? I'm actually lying because when I said that I had, a, I did have another down. And my other down was, you know, obviously I had family passed away, but, you know, I lost my munchkin cue. 
And we found out in August that he had mouth cancer and uh, he had surgery and he had the, the mass removed. And they said it's possible it could grow back, but I did not realize how fast that was going to grow back. And it grew back bigger within two months, within October. And when you see, look, I, I, we've, we, we're a dog family. We've always been dog family. And he, but he was the very first dog I had that wasn't a family dog. He was my dog. And he, I, I had him, you know, my friends found him wandering around when, in the suburb of Dallas. And I've had him, you know, uh, for almost 14 years. January 1st would have been our 14-year anniversary. And he, he really not just meant a lot, but we went through a lot together. You know, he would fly with me back and forth to California. He's driven all over Texas with me. He has driven between California and Texas with me. He's driven up the coast, up the West Coast and back. He, um, and then during the pandemic, I wouldn't, I don't know what I would have done without him. And to see your little, you know, my little guy go through what he went through. And I knew I was so bad. I wanted to keep him through through Thanksgiving so bad. I wanted to keep him through Christmas so bad. I wanted to keep him for our 14-year anniversary. But I couldn't let him suffer anymore. And thankfully, I was able to spend one last birthday with him. And then he got his wings the day after my birthday. And if you're not a pet person that's totally fine but if you but like I would say please don't ever negate somebody's emotional well-being or their emotional attachment to their pet because I don't have kids he was my son and he was my baby and I still miss him but I will say his paws were all over us getting Daisy because believe me, I was not about it. I did not want another dog at all. And then this happened. This just happened to happen with Daisy, with uh, somebody not being able to give her the time and attention that she needs. And they got a promotion. They were going to be traveling. So she was going to get even less time and attention. And after a lot of conversations and really just making this decision to get her, I ended up picking her up the same day that I was picking up Q's ashes. And I was like, holy crap, Q's paws are all in this. And I really believe that. I truly, truly believe that Q was like, Mama, I can't be here with you, but I'm going to send somebody else to be by your side. 
And he sent Daisy. And I'm so grateful. <sighs> My gosh, I don't want to keep this super long. You guys know if you don't know, I hate doing solo episodes. I love like always having somebody else to bounce off of, and I hate solo episodes. So this is going to be quick. Um, I'm super excited to see what's coming in 2024. We are continuing with the tour of the Wine and Juice Bit podcast. We are going to be hit, hit, <laughs> we're going to hit up the cities of Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, and possibly being able to do an event in Napa, but we'll see. I'm not sure about that yet, but for sure, we're going to be hitting up. Chicago, Phoenix, and San Diego. And I cannot wait to meet more of you, to see more of you, to, uh, you know, see how the the podcast continues to evolve, see, you know, hear more stories. Um, And if there is a story that you want to hear, share it with me. If there's a topic that we haven't touched on, share it. We want to do those things because it's so important that all of our voices are heard and that we feel that we're represented. And I do not take for granted you're, you listening to this right now or you watching this right now. Believe me, I do not take that for granted. I'm so appreciative for every single person and I want to continue to get better, to bring you guys what you want and for the first time, I'm not drinking wine because it is, I have to get this out and I'm exhausted and my back hurts and saludos.